Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of my podcast, Social Confidence from Teens to Teens. Now yesterday I talked about social confidence and self-confidence and the difference between the two. And today I wanted to go into a bit more a bit more depth on uh, self-confidence and how we can increase self-confidence. Um, a question that's been asked me dozens of times and um, that a lot of people ask is, well, it's been worded in several different ways, but basically, how can I increase my self-confidence? How can I become more self-confident, right? Now, self-confidence isn't just a thing that some people are born with and some people aren't. It isn't, it isn't something, you know, isn't a gift that is bestowed upon us. Um, it's, it's a skill. It's a skill that um, we need to practice. And someone that is more self-confident than someone else is just because they've practiced it more. They've used it more, right? They've learned about it more. They've intentionally... Not, not always intentionally, but they've done things that have increased their self-confidence, right? So how can, so self-confidence is something that can and should be increased, right? There's no, I don't believe that there's any point where, you know, you wake up one morning and you're like, okay, today I'm now self-confident. I've now reached the point where I'm self-confident. I don't have to do anything else, right? It's just like any skill. If we use it a lot, it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And there's no point that it'll stop increasing it'll always increase but then if we stop using it there's any times where we stop using it or do things that um that break down you know that kind of destroy the self-confident this called this self-confidence sorry then you know we'll get less of it and it'll be harder to use and won't be we won't be as self-confident so today i wanted to talk about seven habits that self-confident people have now these are confidence that or these are habits sorry that um, that I do, and I've talked to several of my closest friends that are very, very self-confident, and I ask them about their habits. And so these are kind of compiled from a lot of different areas, and these are what I've, I've narrowed it down to several to seven different habits, daily habits that we can all do um, to increase our self-confidence. All right, all right. So here we go. Number one is solo time. Now, this kind of sounds cheesy, but spending time alone with yourself, with your own thoughts, is one of the most important things one can do for their self-confidence. And now, solo time can be any period of time. I've gone and done sessions before, I call them sessions in my head, um, of, self, of solo time that are several hours long. I've gone up to six or seven hours in my quote-unquote solo time, right? And some people, for some people, all they need is 10 or 15, 20 minutes. So it can be any range of, any range of time. I personally believe, or I, for me personally, the best time I found is one hour. Some people, some people need a lot more. Some people need a lot less. But for me, the time is one hour. Now, let me explain kind of what solo time is. Solo time is when you are completely by yourself. And there's no one else around you. It's not just not just you know being quiet in a room with a bunch of other people. It's completely by yourself. You can be in your bedroom by yourself, or I've personally found it a lot more effective when I'm out. Um, I like to go on hikes, so I'll go out on a hike and I'll just find a spot, quiet spot in the woods, and I'll just sit down, and that'll be my my spot. I found it a lot more effective when it's in nature. Um, some people some people like having nature. Some people like it you know in their in the comfort of their own bedroom. It's entirely up to you, but. It is completely by yourself. No distractions, just you and your thoughts. So that means no phone, no books, 
no musical instruments. It's just you and your thoughts. You, um, for me, I am a very fidgety person, right? I like to have something in my hands. So sometimes I'll just, you know, find a stick and I'll car, I'll whittle something with my knife. You know, it's something you can, you can have your little things to occupy your hands and your eyes if you need that. But I would try and just have nothing, just you and your thoughts. And you don't have to be thinking about anything in particular. It's just whatever you want. Just let your thoughts, just let them go, let them loose. Um, for me, I found when I try to, when I try to focus on one thing and be like, okay, I'm going to think about this, then my mind tends to wander more and more. But if I kind of guide my mind, or if I don't guide my mind, sorry, and just let it, let it go, that's I found some of the most, um, some of the strongest revelations that I felt have been during those times where I just let my mind go and just wander in. I can, sometimes I'll spend two hours thinking about this movie or this book that I read or whatever. And sometimes I'm really soul searching. You know, it's, it doesn't really matter what you're thinking of as long as you're by yourself. Then you get to, you get used to being by yourself and that builds uh, self-confidence because you start to like yourself. You start to get to know yourself as a person. Now, a lot of people kind of think that's a weird, um, a weird concept to consider that you don't know yourself. Everyone's like, well, it's me. Obviously I know myself, but you know, not a lot of people do know themselves in that sense. Now, I'm not saying that no one knows themselves. I'm just saying it's a thing that not a whole, that's a concept that not a whole lot of people believe in or understand. So by having a lot of solo time, um, you kind of get to know yourself and you get to, um, you get to build that trust you have with yourself and thus build self-confidence. Now, last note on that, and we'll go on to the next one, is it doesn't have to be every day. In fact, I found one hour, I just pick Sunday because that's my least busy day. I just pick one hour when I can be by myself without any of my family members distracting me, without my phone, without uh, any books or anything. I just go and do my one hour and then I'm done. Some people prefer to do 10 minutes every morning or maybe they'll do um, a whole day, you know, a 12 hour period, like once a month or something. It's entirely up to you. Just whatever feels most effective to you. I like to do mine on Sundays and have it all at once because then I kind of, I kind of break down the, my past week and kind of think about, okay, here's what I, you know, I did great. Good job on these. I didn't do so good on, um, you know, say maybe this habit or this goal. So I can kind of, and then I plan my next week a little bit sometimes during those times. I try to focus for the first five or 10 minutes on dis, um, breaking down my past week and planning my next week. Now, uh, tip or habit number two is sel- as a self-care routine. Now, again, this is something that I feel is a term that kind of gets thrown around a lot, but it's super, super important, I found, is self-care. Now, what is self-care? It's for me, it is hygiene is probably the biggest the biggest thing. It's dressing well. It's dietary choices. It's you know it's everything that is taking care of the physical you. Solo time is kind of a more mental and spiritual thing, right? So self care is the physical part. So now, so um, one of the more important aspects of it though is a routine. It's not you know once a week you go and you take a shower and you dress well and you do all these things to make your your body's clean and healthy and looks nice. It's not that's not a once a week thing. That should be an everyday thing. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a two hour long routine, although you can if you want to. But I found, you know, for me it's about fifteen minutes every morning where I wake up and I get dressed. I'll wash my face or my hair, I'll take a shower depending on the day. Um 
you know, brush my teeth, I'll put on, I'll shave if I, if I need it that day and just kind of get ready for 15 or 20 minutes every morning and then that's it. And then I'll have, go have, make my breakfast. I try to have a healthier breakfast that helps me. I feel that for me personally, having a healthier breakfast makes me feel better throughout the day. And then I'll, and then I will look at my phone, right? I try to not, I try to completely ignore my phone until I have completed my self-care. I've tried to put myself first. I've tried to consciously make that mental shift of saying, okay, my body comes first and then my phone. Okay. And again, it doesn't have to be a super long routine. It doesn't have to have all these complicated parts. It is whatever you do to make yourself feel good. If you, you know, if that, if you um, feel really good after you take a really, really, really long shower, then go for it. If you, if you don't like taking showers in the mornings, if you like taking them after you do your workout or then that works for you too. You know, if you want to do your workout or you don't want to do workout, totally up to you. Whatever makes you feel better. And I, and I challenge you guys to experiment a little bit with that. Don't just be like, oh, I don't really want to work out right now, so I'm just not going to do it. You know, try, try maybe a week of doing the same routine and then break it down and be like, okay, I didn't like, I didn't like um, doing this before I did this. So then you can switch it up. Or maybe you're like, oh, I think I'm going to add this or I'm going to take out this. You know, it's a very, very flexible thing. Just as long as you be doing this, you're doing the same thing every single day. And it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. It doesn't have to be down, you know, like a science doesn't have to be perfectly exact, but more or less the same things at the same time every day. And having having stable things like routines in your life really helps your brain to feel stable. And when your brain feels stable, you feel more comfortable. And when you're more comfortable, you're going to feel more confident, right? Kind of, kind of a lot right there. But if you think about it logically, when you are let's say with your friends where you're most com- let's say you're most comfortable when you're around your friends you you can be yourself when you're around your friends you feel comfortable so when you're uncomfortable in a situation say you know with a bunch of strangers you're going to be uncomfortable so you're not going to act the same way you're going to be different you're going to you know you're going to be a little more closed off and you're not going to feel comfortable you're not going to feel confident because of that instability of not knowing the people you're around so when your brain is or when your brain regularly feels stable it's going to feel more comfortable because it's like okay i know i can always i know i always have this this um start let's say it's in your morning in the morning your start to the morning is always gonna be the same so your brain can kind of get used to that and it can have that stability and then it can start it'll start feeling more comfortable and throughout the day you'll feel you'll start to feel that that stability in your your brain will start to feel that stability and you'll be able to be more comfortable and thus more self-confident All right, now habit number three is kind of a part of the self-care routine, but is making your bed every single morning. Now this one sounds kind of lame and doesn't really sound important, but for me, I found it is a super, super good thing to have. It's a fantastic part of my morning routine. I kind of separated it from self-care because you're not really taking care of yourself, but it's kind of along the same lines of you the first thing, you know, one of the first things you do in the morning is making your bre- is making your bed. And you've got that, as soon as you accomplish it, you kind of, you'll automatically get a little, you know, rush of, um, rush of emotion where it's like, or in the chemicals in your brain where it's like, hey, good job. You had this achievement, great job. And you feel good about it. You know, maybe even it's a teeny, teeny bit, you know, most people won't even notice it, but you'll, your brain will start to be like, hey, good job. I did good today. 
And so then the next time a challenge comes, you know, something's a little bit bigger, then, and you accomplish it, then you'll be like, oh, even better. And then you have even more of that emotion, that um, feeling of, I, I'm doing good, good job. And that builds up, but, and that, or yeah, and that builds up. And then by the end of the day, you'll be having all this, like, great, I did a great job, um, you know, and you'll feel good about yourself and you'll feel more confident. But I found that starting with the smallest little thing, making your bed makes it easier. It's a snowball effect, right? It starts with a little bit and then it's the next thing and the next thing and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And by the time it gets, uh, you know, it gets the end of the day, you feel great about yourself. You feel self-confident. So yeah, making your bed every morning and every morning is also crucial. Can't just do it once a week. Can't do it every other day. Every single day makes it the, is the most effective because is just like with a self-care routine, it becomes a habit and it becomes a stable, a stable foundation for your day. Now, habit number four that I wanted to share with you guys is solo outings slash solo travel. Now, I, when I know when a lot of people hear solo travel, they start thinking about you know going abroad and living you know living abroad by yourself and doing all these um, doing all these things. Now. That, yes, is a fantastic thing. I read a lot on that. Um, solo travel is a fantastic thing. But what I mean in this specific scenario is just little, little traveling. So maybe it's you know going to the grocery store by yourself or maybe you treat yourself, treat yourself to a dinner and a night out and a movie, you know, just yourself. It's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, it's similar to solo time and its effects, but it's, you know, a little bit more it's like as if you're trying to make friends with yourself. Think of it like that. It's kind of like if you, as if you were trying to make a friend with yourself. You can't always just be having super deep conversations with a friend, right? A lot of times building friendships comes from just having fun, right? And you want to have fun. So going on solo outings by yourself and, and yeah, solo travel where it doesn't have to be traveling abroad. Although, yes, that is a fantastic thing. Highly recommend that. But it could be, um, you know, maybe driving, driving a away and going to visit a friend in another town or maybe it's um going to another state for a weekend or something you know spending spending some time with a friends friends or family members away for a few days it doesn't have to be some extravagant thing it can be something you know little things like that now, um confident habit number five this is a super big deal is daily affirmations now again this is a term i feel is thrown around a lot and it's kind of lost some of its weight but this is a super, super big deal. It's daily affirmations. Now, let me explain what affirmations are real quick. An affirmation is a positive statement about something. Now, in this context, it's gonna be a positive statement about yourself, okay? So it'll be something like, I am confident, I am happy, okay? Now, why do I say it like this? Not instead of I feel confident or I feel happy. Saying I am, and when you say it out loud, especially, your brain will register that. Even even if your brain, if you don't entirely feel confident or feel, you know, whatever you're saying um, as your affirmation, even if you don't exactly feel that, by saying it, your brain is going to be like, oh, today I feel confident or I am I am confident, and I have a little mental switch. And so your subconscious is going to start thinking, I am confident, I am confident, I am confident. And then that's going to start to affect your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts throughout the entire day. 
Now, it kind of sounds like a little hippy-dippy, but trust me, it works. Now, it's, now, let me explain a little bit more about how to do or how to have an effective daily affirmation. The most effective uh, affirmations are when they are set in the present tense and when they are positive and when they are specific. Okay, so present, present tense, positive, and specific. Present tense means saying I am or you know something as if you already are that or you, you already do that. So it's I am confident or say I get up early every morning. Okay, not I should get up early every morning or I should feel confident or I think I feel confident or I feel confident. It's I am confident. Okay, it's present tense or not I'm going to be or I was. It's I am, so it's present tense. Now positive, it needs to be positive. So let's say your affirmation for for the day um, is well, let's say you didn't let's say you didn't get up early that morning and you want to start getting up early. And so instead of saying I should get up early every morning, it's or or instead of saying I don't sleep in and I'm not lazy and be I never I never um, just snooze my alarm. Right, those kind of have negative connotations to it, and you're kind of beating yourself up on that. It's to be positive, so saying, I wake up early every morning. Okay, so it's present tense, positive, and a little bit more on, well, on the daily, right? Every day, I believe that every day you should have the same, um, the same affirmations. For most people, it's probably three to five. So let's say those ones. Every day you say, I am happy, I am confident, and let's say, I am outgoing. Okay, those are your three that you say every single day, no matter what, every single day. Um, most people like to do them in front of the mirror out loud, or you know, some people will go and shout it out to the world. You don't have to do any of those if you don't want to, but I, out loud, I think, is the most important, important aspect. So I just, you know, when you wake up, you're lying in your bed still, just say out loud, those three affirmations, and then when you're going to bed, saying those same af daily affirmations every morning and every evening. Then I would recommend adding probably two or three, um, depending on the day, affirmations that are just for that day, that are very specific to that day. And the more specific, the better. If you're saying, you know, just kind of like I for these for these um, for the ones that change at least, more specific, the better. Instead of saying. I like to meet new people because that day you know you're gonna, you know, say you're gonna go into a job interview and you're gonna meet a lot of new people. Instead of saying, "Oh, I enjoy, I enjoy meeting people," you could be very specific and say, "I love," or "I am very confident and outgoing when I meet new people in strange environments." Okay, you want to be as specific as possible, and often it helps by having these those uh, affirmations tie into something you're gonna do that day. Just like with the example I just gave on the, <clears throat> excuse me, on the um, uh, the job interview, right? If you are going to job interview, you can have very specific affirmations saying, I am confident when I meet new people in stressful situations, or um, I am, I am very, or I am a good listener when I am in, you know, XYZ scenario, okay? So being very, very specific with those um, those ones that switch every day helps. So just kind of recap on that, three three to five, and again, you can have way more or way less, I've just found three to five 
for me personally has been the most effective and a lot of people pick around three to five daily affirmations that are the same every single day. And you're gonna say those to yourself out loud every single morning and every single evening. It's not, I'm not asking you to make some huge commitment. It's just every single morning, every single evening, taking 15 seconds to state those three or however many you choose affirmations. And then every day picking around the same amount, three to five um, or as many as you think you need affirmations for that day specifically, okay? Now, the three things that a good affirmation needs to have, it needs to be present tense, it needs to be positive, and the more specific, the better. Okay, remember those three things. All right, now, habit number six is picking daily goals and tasks and getting them done. Now, this is kind of a mix between your the making uh, making your bed every morning and a daily affirmation. It's kind of tying those two principles together and making it even more effective. So just like what I talked about when you're making your bed every morning, that's a little victory that you're having that day, right? And then the next victory is gonna be a little bit easier and easier and you're gonna have be having bigger and bigger victories every single day. So with that in mind, picking daily goals every single morning, so every single morning spending you know 30 seconds to a minute you can jot them down on your phone or you can write them out on a piece of paper, whatever you want. Picking three, and I found three is the most effective number again. Picking as many, you can pick as many goals, but I would recommend three to five just so you can kind of remember them easier. Picking three to five daily goals and getting them done. Now, these goals don't have to be something, you know, it doesn't have to be something huge, like, you know, it doesn't have to be, I'm gonna earn all this money, I'm gonna earn $1,000 by the end of the day, or I'm gonna write, you know, 12 essays by the end of the day that you know all the essay or all, I'm gonna do all my school assignments throughout the end of the year today, right? It doesn't have to be these massive, you know, unattainable goals. You know, I feel like often goals, when people hear goals, they're like, oh, that's the you know, big deal, big goals. But I but the smaller the goal, the more like the easier it is for you to achieve, right? So for me, for an example, um, this morning, I woke up this morning and I thought my daily, my daily goal, or some of my daily goals I'll share with you, sharing with you guys was one of them was spend at least 10 minutes doing exercise. Now, often I try to do um, my exercise routine. I try to do at least half an hour, but these last few weeks, I just haven't. I just haven't been getting around to it. I've been procrastinating it, and then by the end, to the end of the day, and I haven't done it. And I'm like, okay, I'll just do it tomorrow, and I keep procrastinating. So I kind of, you know, have I've kind of been um, haven't been doing that habit as much as I'd like to. So today I was like, okay, instead of doing the whole half hour, I'm just going to do 10 minutes. Okay, I can do 10 minutes, right? So that was one of them, that was my goal. And then my second one was I want to you know, record, I said I want to record my podcast um, earlier than I did last night. So yesterday my episode I launched it pretty late into the evening so I was up really late and then I had to do a bunch of other steps so I was up really late. So I said I want to, I want to record my podcast um, before it gets, you know, before this time. And so I was like okay, that's my goal. And then my third goal for today, <clears throat> my third goal for today was I want to get to bed before this time. And these last few days, I've been doing a lot of content creation. I've been doing my podcast. I've been doing a lot of other stuff. And so I've been getting to bed really late. So today, um, I haven't obviously gone to bed yet. So we'll see on that one. Um, but yeah, I just picked three little things that I can get done. Um, so that when I accomplish these three things, you know, at the end of the day, I feel good about myself, right? You're gonna, I'm gonna have, you're gonna have, when you, when you, uh, 
pick a goal and you actually accomplish that goal, it's way more effective. Your brain gets way more of the, hey, good job, you did it emotion than as if you just had accomplished it by itself. Does that make sense? Like, um, with the, for example, the um, exercise for 10 minutes. If I just exercised for 10 minutes and then that was it, sure, I get a little bit of good job, you did it. But by saying, I'm gonna do this and then doing it, it's 10 times more effective and your brain gets way more of that emotion and it's way more of an accomplishment if you decide that. Now, with these goals, I'm gonna go a little more specific. I'll be honest, this is one of the hardest habits for me. I hate picking daily goals because often I'll pick, I try to, you know, I'm trying, I try to pick the ones, you know, that are gonna, you know, push me, but they're not gonna be too hard. And so sometimes I'll make them way too easy and I get them all done in the first 20 minutes of my day and I'm like, okay, that was it and I've got nothing else to do, right? And then sometimes I'll pick them way too hard and I'm like, okay, I can do it. And then we'll get them done and then I'll feel like crap by, crap at the end of the day and feel bad about myself. So the, my, the guidelines I would recommend is having each goal needs to be, you know, really actually needs to be possible for that day. Right? I'm not going to say tomorrow that I'm going to do run 10 miles because like it's physically possible, I guess, you know, it's physically possible. I could do that, but I'm I'm probably not. Um, I would, you know, pass out after three. Right. So I, you know, it's not something you could do. It's something you're going to do. Now, even if you're going to be getting it done anyway, setting it as a goal is going to be that much or it's going to be that much more effective like I just mentioned. So picking something that is that is um, very likely to happen is or is pretty much the basis. You don't want to be too, way too easy. Again, you don't want to be way too easy or way too hard. It's kind of in the middle. You got to pick something that is, oh, excuse me, um, something that is going to, that you're, that something's going to push you, but something that's not going to scare you off, right? You kind of got to be in between those two. All right. Now, Last habit, and then this is kind of going a little long, so I'll try to make this a quick. Last habit is practicing a skill daily. Now, this one I've never heard anyone really talk about, but for me, this has been one of the biggest, uh, one of the most helpful things for me is practicing, practicing a skill, any skill, every day. So for me, it was practicing piano. Um, it can be, you know, practicing an instrument just like that. It could be um, reading or any like, you know, reading or writing, something like that. It could be, it could be exercise. It could be any sport that you want. It could be any, any, anything you consider a skill. Practicing that for um, a specific amount of time every single day. So for some people, it's several hours. Some people, it's at least 20 minutes. You know, picking any number and practicing that every day. Now, this kind of has the same effect as, um, as a few of the other things I mentioned, but it's when it becomes a habit, just like with a self-care routine, it will create, just like with the other one, it will create a, um, a foundation and a, sta a stable foundation for your brain to get, you know, understand and be like, okay, you know, this, I can rely on this. This is a habit, right? And then it will, um, just like with the um, making, making your bed every morning, it becomes a victory, right? And then as another kind of bonus for those, for that one, uh, for me, I found that I feel better about myself when I have a skill, right? Maybe at the end of the day, I'm like, I just mastered this, you know, this song on the piano. 
and I feel good about myself. Or, you know, after, after a few weeks or months of practicing the skill, and you kind of look back and be like, hey, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at playing piano. Or I'm really good at doing, you know, practicing whatever, whatever skill you've been practicing. Having that, kind of pat yourself on the back, right? You're like, I'm great at this. I'm, I'm an expert. I'm a pro, right? Having, so having that, having a skill that is, you know, that is your thing. You're good at it. And being able, being actually good at it, not just picking something and being like, oh, I'm great at this, and you've never, never done anything, right? It's actually being good at it. Having that practicing every day will increase your confidence because of that, that mental aspect of, oh, I can accomplish things. You know, six months ago, I couldn't do this at all, or maybe two weeks ago, I couldn't do this at all, and now I'm pretty good at it. Right now, I'm amazing at it. So having, having that, your brain kind of sucks itself into thinking, yeah, I didn't used to be able to do this, but now I can. But now I can, with 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 a lot of things. So you're like, hey, you know, this thing looks kind of looks kind of scary, but I've already mastered this other thing. So why can't I? Why can't I master this? Right? And it's it's that mentality of I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's a huge building, or it's a huge um, huge help, um, with that mentality of the I can do it mentality. All right. Now, kind of as a bonus. And I feel like this is a given for whether or not it's increasing, um, whether or not you're t- intentionally trying to increase your confidence. I think this is great for, for a lot of things, social and self-confidence. Um, that's why I'm calling it a bonus. Is spending quality time with good people. Right? For me, this has been one of the you know one of the greatest things for me is spending quality time. And what I mean by quality time is not everyone getting together and watching a movie or everyone together and being on their phones. Right, or everyone just you know sitting there kind of doing whatever. It's having quality time, and I, and quality time doesn't have to be um, super deep, you know, discussions and conversations. It can just be hanging out without phones and without watching a movie. We're actually doing something. Maybe it's playing a game together. Maybe it's you know going for a hike. Maybe maybe you all go out to dinner and go to some event. Right? Just spending quality time doing actually good things with good people. And what I mean by good people, I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I understand what that is. But I just want to be very specific. It's people that make you feel good about yourself. People that uplift you. People that inspire you. Right? I think everyone everyone can think of someone that's in their life that is that you can identify as a good person, right? By by those criteria of someone that uplifts you, makes you feel good about yourself, someone that inspires you. And actively spent trying to spend or actively spending more time with good people, people that are um well, I don't want to say better than you, but people that are maybe more self-confident than you or people that may be more socially confident or people that are better at this specific skill. Maybe, or if they're better at it than you and you're spending more time with them, you subconsciously are going to start taking on their habits, which if they're a very self and socially confident person, you want that. You want to start having, you know, having those influences in your life. So spending quality time with good people. Now, just as a recap, and then and then we'll be done. Of, of all the seven confident habits. We got solo time, self-care routine, making your bed every morning, solo outings slash solo travel, daily affirmations, picking daily goals and tasks and getting them done and practicing a skill. Now, I wanna thank you guys for listening. This was super fun for me to record. I love, I love breaking these down. Um, so I'd love, I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and follow me and shoot me a message there. I would love to hear your feedback. Thank you again so much for listening and I will see you guys tomorrow. See you later.